0: Children, I would have remembered was terrible. I will And uh, as the children are going out, I also uh, I forgot about the lake. Uh, lake gave I can't remember nothing. If you um, did not get your uh, tithe in and you need to put that in, if you'll suck your hand up real quick, is there anybody that needs to put their uh, tithe in or offering in that has not done so already? All right, uh, appreciate that. Uh, it's good to have, of uh, course, to have the services uh, with us this morning. I we have one visitor back there. So appreciate you doing some services this morning as well. And, uh, I'm honored that you chose to be with us uh, for our services this morning. John chapter number 8, uh, this morning we're going to look at uh, several verses starting there in verse number 30. John chapter number 8 and verse number uh, verse number 30. The scripture says this. As he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to the Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever commits sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth. Verse 36, If the son therefore shall make him free, he shall be. We see often as Jesus speaks, and he speaks to the crowd or the multitudes, or he's speaking to his disciples. Jesus is often speaking in the spiritual, and they often misunderstand because they're living in the physical. I don't know if you notice that when you uh, look at the life of Christ and and uh, you read. Uh, often uh, is the case when he's talking uh, uh, personally to his disciples. When he would speak a parable or he would speak a a, 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 in a, in a, a a story, he would often take his disciples to the side and he would explain to his disciples what that story meant. He's often what he wants us to realize. I believe this is about God and His Word. I believe that God wants us to be in the know. That's what I, mean about it. I don't think God wants us to be in the dark. I don't think God is trying to hide things from us. I'm very leery of any um anything that comes out that's coded and decoded and if you add these numbers together and subtract these numbers together, you get X, Y, Z. I'm as interested as other people are reading those things, but I'm careful with them, Very, very careful with them. Why? Because I don't think God is trying to hold secrets from us. I believe God's desire for you and for me is for us to be free. Because God wants us to be free, but He wants us to be free spiritually. There are people in this world that we live in today who are free physically, but they are in bondage spiritually. The opposite is also true. There are people in this world who are in bondage physically, but they have freedom in Jesus Christ. You see, just because you were born and just because you live in the United States of America doesn't make you free. Now, it may give you some freedoms that the United States currently has, that may not be so soon, but we currently have that we have freedom. We have freedom of speech as long as you don't say something somebody doesn't like. Right? But I mean, you you are supposed to have freedom of speech in our country. We have freedom of religion in our country. We have a freedom of religion, right? If you if you want to be a, a Baptist, you can be a Baptist. If you want to be a you know a, a higher Christian, you can be a higher Christian. I mean, there's, there's we have the freedom to make our own. Now, you think to yourself, well, everybody has that in the phone. Oh, they don't. Matter of fact, the opposite would be true for most countries. Most countries do have a state or country religion. And if you're not that religion, you could be in prison. If you convert from that religion, To another religion, you could lose your life. That's the things that people all over the world are facing today. Because uh, they may be free spiritually, but they're in bondage physically. And often in the United States, we enjoy the freedom physically. But so many today are in bondage spiritually. Google defines the word free. The state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. The state of of not being imprisoned or enslaved. Just because you live in the United States or or just because you aren't currently incarcerated doesn't mean you're free. Not spiritually. Many people today, you can see, it, it's more evident today. It seems to me than ever before. Now, I don't think it's 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 happening more today than ever before. I just think it's more evident today. I think it's a lot easier to see. Unfortunately, we're living in a country today. Of who many would just assume that we're a Christian nation. I, I love the United States of America, but be careful with the terminology that you use. Be careful with the terminology that you use. There are many today that would say that they were Christian, but if you ask them what that means, you're going to get some vastly different What does it mean to be a Christian? I've said this for years, and people disagree with me, and it's okay. But uh, this is my opinion on the take, and really, by definition, the word Christian is to be someone that is Christ-like. Someone that is like Christ. So I believe there are people that have been saved, their sins are forgiven, but they, they don't act like Christ. They don't talk like Christ. They don't walk like Christ. Now, for me, in my opinion, I think that number is small. I believe that there are backslidden Christians. I just believe the number is smaller than what some people
1: You see, in my opinion, I think there's
0: some people that claim to be backslidden and are, are living to the Lord that weren't saved to begin with. Now, uh, it's just like I said. That's my opinion. I can't see your heart. You can't see mine. I know this about you. There are a lot of people that call themselves Christians who, have absolutely boggles my mind that you can call yourself Christian and don't no I'm telling you, right up until right up in uh, up to the elections and through the elections and. What some people that call themselves Christian, there's some things that ought to matter to you if you're a Christian. We think it's going to happen, the Savannah Care Center. You have to give a good presentation and give it up there because I want you to know something the issue of abortion ought to be important to the Christian. Amen. Amen. Anyway, and, and, and for you to be able to be okay with a wholesale slaughter of innocent children and call yourself a Christian, something's not right. Like just telling you something's not right. Well, you can't tell me what to do. No, I can't. I can't. I can't tell you what you're supposed to believe, what you're not supposed to believe, unless the Bible says it. As I was getting a man out the the um, Savannah Care Center, I thought, like, I just I just could not get the sanctity of life out of my head. Just I just couldn't get out of my head. We had to go down to Jacksonville uh, with mom and dad for the day. And, uh, took them down there, and as I was down there, li- literally, I was up all night. Two reasons: one, it's not your house, right? It's just. I don't know if you're like that. The other reason is, I'm sitting there staring at the ceiling. I woke up, wrote on a napkin, the entire message. There's a lot to say. I mean, there's a really lot to say. You see, to be free spiritually, then you must be in Christ, not just a label, not just a name. Not just say this is who I am, but to actually be in Christ. Because first 36 says, if the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. That's what freedom I'm talking about. And look around you today, you can see so many people, they're enslaved by sin. I mean, sin is absolutely enslaved, they live for it. They're addicted to it. You see, if you are a Christian and a, you are saved, and I'm not saying that you don't have the ability to sin because you certainly do, but you now have the ability not to sin. You can choose, you can decide. You know, when the election came around, you went in, hopefully you did, and voted. Guess what? You have an option. Right? You choose. Choose who you're going to go for. Choose, this is the scripture. Choose you this day. you are going to serve? It's really simple. If God be God, then, then follow him. If they'll be God, then follow him. But regardless of what you do, I love Joshua. So practical. Regardless of what you do, ask for me and my house we're in a the You can turn back or, or you can follow Baal or you can do whatever you want to do. Now, I don't want you to do that. And I'm telling you what my desire. is. I'm telling you what my family's going to do. I'm tell you what my decision is. We're going to follow. You see, if you're a Christian, you have the ability to follow uh, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't have to be enslaved to sin. So many people today, they're enslaved to sin. They're enslaved to self. They're enslaved to self. You know, there are are multiple ways to be enslaved to self. One way is to be just full of pride and arrogance. We're watching a new series. It's my wife's fault. You ever heard of it? It's called A Good Doc. Have you ever heard of that? Don't watch it. It's an absolute emotional roller coaster ride. I can't stand it. I can't stand those kind of shows. I mean, I'm not an emotional person. And when he says, "Oh, it's because you always hold it in, hold it in for a purpose," I don't want to watch this junk. It. I mean, up and down, up and down. Well, the doctors on are absolutely. I mean, everything. But let me tell you something. You know, Whoever just said that. They don't But you're going to figure it out. For the profession, they've got to be at least a little I mean, is it begin to take a scalpel and cut somebody open? You better be confident in what you're doing. I'll tell you the problem. The problem is when there's too much care in you. When there's too much arrogance in your life, guess what? You become bonded in bondage to self. Because nobody can help you. Nobody can teach you. And by the way, that that nobody includes God. I I don't need God involved in this situation. And generally, the the person that's in, in bondage to themselves wouldn't normally say that out loud. I don't need God. But they often live like that. But then there's another way that we can be in bondage to self, and that is the unforgiveness of our lives, of our past lives, of the things that we did that we wish we could do over, that maybe we could do better. I've had people say, well, I just wish I could go back. Let me tell you something. I messed up pretty good the first time. I'm just glad I got out of it. I'm just glad I made it through. I wouldn't want to go back. Are you kidding me? Uh, maybe I'll get to a point where maybe I'll want to look But right now. I'm just glad I'm forgiven. I'm just glad that God has forgiven. Listen to me. If you are saved and know Christ you your Savior, if you're living in your past and can't forgive yourself, then you're in bondage to yourself. Let go. Alfred Cliff wrote a great book called Let Go and Let Go. Let Go and Let Go. You're never going to move forward when you're holding on to the past. Know this, understand this biblically that God has forgiven you past, present, future. Your sin is under the blood. The problem isn't God's forgiveness, the problem is our own forgiveness. Maybe we've wrecked a relationship or maybe we've made some terrible decisions or maybe it has to do with our children or some kind of relationship that we have. Listen, it's over and done with. That's why they call it the past. It's gone. Move forward and move on to the Lord Jesus Christ and don't be held in bondage by yourself. And then you see people that are in bondage to Satan. I want you to know something. Satan is real. He's real. He's not just a a figure that comes out at Halloween. Satan is real. And by the way, he's not someone that goes around with with horns and and, and a a pitchfork in his hand and a a tail. Matter of fact, the Bible says the devil can transform himself into an angel of light. He's a deceiver and he's a master deceiver. And he'll do everything he can to, to mess you in your life up, to deceive you, to trick you, to hinder you and halt you from serving God. By the way, he's successful. He's very successful at what he does. And he'll use whatever he can, including. Some people are in absolute bondage to Satan. I'm not talking that necessarily that they, they practice you know the, the Satanism. I'm just talking about they're in bondage to Satan. They are allowing Satan to please their lives. Let me tell you something. If your whole goal is to ruin other people's lives, you're in bondage to Satan. This is plain plain sense. You know what our problem is? Let me tell you one of our problems. One of our problems is we don't know how to sweep around our porch. I mean, we have got dust and dirt and everything else piled up on our porch, and we're worried about our neighbor. We're worried about what she's doing, we're worried about what he's doing. We live in a s- small community, right? I mean, really, Ethnic County is really not that small, but we have a small town feel. If you do something, everybody knows. It's not long. Matter of fact, most of I used to say, everybody knows this could be on the front page of the paper. Most people know before it comes out. This is the way it is. You want to know why? Because Christians with the excuse of prayer, like the spread. Would you hear about? Sister Seldon said, Oh, pregnant sister. I mean, she just needs your prayers. And then it's a gossip session about that person. You know what I found out? And you have too, I'm certain. That by the time you hear it, the story's changed. Details have changed. By the time you hear it, be careful, by the way, what you hear by hearsay when you repeat it. Because you sometimes can repeat, hey, did you know such and such? And they say, no, I didn't know that. You just gave misinformation because you heard from somebody who got misinformation from somebody else. And so often, Satan uses even Christian people. Now, Satan cannot listen to me. Satan or a demon, if you are a Christian and you're a born again believer, he cannot possess you. Why can't he possess you? Someone's already possessed. It's the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is in you if you're saying you do. So Satan or a demon cannot possess you, but they can oppress you. Hold you back. Trick you into believing something that's not true. And so many people today are deceived and in bondage by Satan. And then people are just enslaved not only by sin itself and Satan, but people are enslaved by the situations of life. Situations of life. Something comes up, something happens, and we are destroyed. I want you to know something. Current events have proven. Proven. I mean, we. We allow the situations of life to absolutely, lose. regardless of how you voted, with whether you voted for Trump or whether you voted for Biden. Listen, I want you to know something. Neither one of them are the answer to this question, and neither one of them are the reason. And when the next president comes, after this president, it's not going to change. Now, will it change the situations of life? You better believe it. And it's going. And it's coming. And it's already here. And I get it. I understand all that. But the bottom line is, I'm still a Christian. I didn't lose my Christianity because a certain president got me Or a certain law got passed. I'm still a Christian. And by the way, more than ever before, Christians are gonna to have to stand. And they're gonna to have to stand united. And they're gonna to have to stand strong. You know, we got in our in our in our, in our churches today, and in our country today, is just weak and needed Christian. Everything is good. I'm floating in the mountain and I'm just sloping on the clouds and everything's great, then I'm gonna stand up and be counted as a Christian. As soon as adversity, fold like a long chair. I mean, just it's absolutely my God. Somebody made a comment on a blog or some one of those things, made made a comment about um more than ever before, you're gonna see. Uh, the wheat and the tater separate. you'll we'll see, we'll see it more than ever before. So, are you free? Question. We're living in a world of bondage. There's no doubt not. Just look around. Let me tell you something. The number one industry, the number one money-making industry in our country today, is pornography. By a lot, bunch. That's what it is. It's Just pick that as a. Just pick that as one thing. I, I was in the store. Uh, I was at Parker's. I I, I know the first step is to admit it. Okay, when you have a problem, I've got a problem. I like Parker drinks. We got chewy ice. I love them. I admit it, but guess what? I'm gonna keep it. I just love, him. and so I go in there for a lot, and I like to get those drinks. Well, I was in the other day, and I'm telling you, a guy got in love and that man on um, alcohol and cigarettes spent a hundred and forty seven dollars. By the way, at a gas station, I'm talking about it was at Walmart station. I was in another time and I went up to the guy. Do you you ever ever get behind the person that's playing the lottery? (laughs) Or playing those roll, you know, you pull it out and rip it off. I'm telling you, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars in hopes. By the way, you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning in a snowstorm than, so than to win the window washer. I'm, I'm just telling you. Right? Do what you want, your money for you I'm just telling you. It's absolutely unbelievable. But I mean, they—they they can't pay for that food. I have seen it. Forces to seen it. I mean, we have seen it here. We've seen it in Florida. I mean, they they, they want you to pay for their food. Because they ain't got no money because they bought cigarettes or alcohol or whatever it is. And they spent all their money. You want know it? Here's why. And I'm not trying to pick on a certain group of people. I'm just telling you, people are in bondage today. I'm here to tell you, some people are better at there are people sitting in the churches. You don't have to be uh in a tent underneath to preach there are people sitting in churches all over the country who are sitting in bondage. God wants to set you free. He's given us his truth. He's given us of himself so that we might be made free in Christ. Have you been set free? Have you been set free? Set free? How can we be set free? Well, first and foremost, set free in salvation, obviously. Set free in salvation. Again, in verse 36, he says, If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. There's, there's no question about it. If Jesus Christ has made you free, then you are free. It doesn't matter what the world says. It doesn't matter what people say. As a matter of fact, it doesn't matter what the church says. If Jesus has made you free, then you are free indeed. Set free in salvation. We did three, four things about it being set free in salvation. Number one, the condition. What's the condition? The condition is universal. The condition is sin. You want to know what the problem of this country is? Sin. You want to know what the problem of this world is? Sin. It's a problem. We just don't want to admit it. I mean, we have all sorts of flowery names for problems, but you know what those problems are? They're sin. Because we are sinners of all have seen and come short of the glory of God. There is none righteous, not even one. No, not perfect. Do you think you're a perfect? You've got a sin problem. So, pride. Right. Matter of fact, God put it at the top of His list of the things that He hates. The top of His list of things that He hates is a problem. God hates pride. Why? Because pride robs people of their freedom. Pride does. That's what sin does. I want you to know that Satan and and Satan's cohorts and those that those that uh, are in the kingdom of Satan don't have good desires for you. You ever try to tell somebody something, maybe it's your children, or maybe it was a friend, or maybe it was a spouse, and you told them, if you go down this path, how do I know that? Well, I know it through experience. I know it through the word of God. I mean, I know it from seeing it, you know, through other people. I mean, I've mean, I've been on the earth longer than you have. You ever had these conversations with anybody before? And they look right through you. You ever get that glassy-eyed look for people? And you're like, Are you there? Hello? Is there anybody home? You ever done that? Some of all look at me like you've never done that. Please. We've all done that at the time of two. And you know what they do? Completely wrong. They go out and do the thing you told them not to do, and then the thing you told them would happen. Shock face. Right? I told you. But you're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say it. First, so you're supposed to help them when they fall. tell you, some people are so full of themselves that they don't need to You're not free, you're in bondage. When you think that way, you're in bondage. When you can't learn from somebody else, you're in bondage. You're, you're in bondage to sin. And I want you to know something about sin. Sin will ruin your life, ruin your family, ruin relationships. It's proven time. Don't you scratch your head. I just, I am so ignorant. I just tell I just, I, I don't have, I don't have any of it. I'm thinking to myself, how in the world, as you look at history, how in the world can you continue to do the same thing and expect different results? How in the world can you continue to vote? The same way, and then be shocked when the, those results happen. I, I, I scratched my head wondering. I said, I don't know how in the world. <laughs> well, they promised and they didn't come through. Shock. Wow, I'm shocked. I mean, they said they were going to do this and uh, it's going to ruin everything. Uh, I vote for them and they do it and we're shocked. Oh, okay, I just scratched my head and I just don't, I don't understand. I don't understand our decision making. I don't understand uh, uh, how uh, we conduct ourselves the way that we do and then be shocked. And I'm telling you, one of the reasons is we're ignorant when it comes to the word of God. We're ignorant when it comes to what God says. And I want you to know sin and the life of sin never has a good outcome. Just us. And we've seen it and seen it and seen it. If you could sit here and ask David, I bet you David get me here for a wood. I bet you David wished that he was on the battlefield where he should have been. Instead of out on his balcony and looking at another woman. I want to know something about that. It always starts somewhere. And for David, it started, it didn't start with, you know, you said, well, it started with a look. No, it did It did with David. It started with not being where he was supposed to be. If David was where he was supposed to be, he would have never caught a glimpse of Pesthy. So, you know, how many times we would jump up and down and tell people you just got to be where you're supposed to be. And when you're where you're supposed to be, God blesses that. I bet you David would sit there and tell you, "Listen, well, let me let me tell you. He 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 sold the wind? He raped the world. He raped it in his own family because of the decisions that he made. Was he a man after God's own heart? Of course. Was he uh, the king of the United Kingdom? Of course. I mean, did he? There is." You the Goliath, of course. I mean, all these things that David did, they were great, but I guarantee you, if you ask David and you make the mention of Bathsheba, he, he talked to you about some consequences. He talked to you about a consequence about a baby. He talked to you about a consequence about a son. There's a lot of consequences. By the way, some of them were immediate. Some of them were way down the road. Because that's what sin will do. When we are all sinners, that's the condition. Number two is the candidate. We're set free in salvation. You got the condition of sin. You got the candidates whosoever. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let me tell you what whosoever means. Ready? I mean, I looked it up in the Greek. I parsed it. I mean, I did the whole, I mean, I did everything. And this is what it means it means whosoever. It means you. It means me. It means who so ever. This idea that God saves some and, and condemns others uh, uh, to uh, to hell nonsense. God has given the opportunity uh, for you to be saved. Now, if you reject that, that's not you. That's not. You. That's not people, that's about God. God gives us an opportunity. Jesus Christ died for all men. Every man, every woman is a candidate. It doesn't matter what your race is. It doesn't matter what your sex is. It doesn't matter where you live uh, ge- uh, geographically. It doesn't matter what to, uh, uh, political uh realm you live in. It doesn't matter what financial state you're in. No, God. Jesus Christ died for all. By the way, this nonsense of no gender and you can't say man and you can't say woman and you can't... Say something, church. Tell you what they're doing. It's one hit after another after another. That's all it is. We need to open up our eyes to it. Yeah, no, that's me. Amen and a woman? Are you outside of your mind? You obviously know nothing biblically. Amen has nothing to do with man. It means so be it. A woman's not a word. What? And people are in an uproar going, What in the world are you talking about? Let me tell you something. Agenda. 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 Not only do people have agenda, I'm telling you right now, Satan has a agenda. I believe God has a agenda. God, God has a purpose for your life and for my life. Let well, me tell you something. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, but it's a great King James word. You know that word, wise means? It means a personal strategy. What's the rule? you." God knows that. And God made the way through the person of Jesus Christ that we might be saved. The condition of sin, the candidates, whosoever, the Christ. It's The third, uh, the third thing, the Christ, did. there's one mediator between God and man. Listen to me, church. I, I want to be really clear on this. And by the way, I want to be really clear on this recording. There is one way to heaven. Amen. The Bible is absolutely clear on that. Well, if your problem is that you're closed-minded. Yes. If the Bible is closed-minded on an issue, so should not you. You see, it's not up for vote whether Jesus Christ is God. It's not up for vote. It's not up for vote whether Mary was virgin. It's not up for vote. I mean, at the beginning of the year, we're not going to vote on these, on these issues. Why? Because the Bible's clear. And when the Bible is clear, the book is shut up. You either believe it or you don't believe it. And over and over and over again, we're told the scripture is clear that there's one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Jesus was clear when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I want you to know there are versions of the Word of God. You better be careful. they say that he is the way, anyway. and a truth, and a life. Just don't. Just switch it. You know what it means to be a way? That means there's other ways. You know what it means to be the way? There is no other. This is it. In, mom and dad moved, uh, they sold their property that they lived in forever and moved into a 55 and upper. Those communities, 55 and upper communities. Fabulous. I mean, one of the best decisions they made. I mean they don't have to the moat, they don't have to keep up the yards, they don't have to. I mean, everything's done for them. Just great decision. There's your other spot. I mean, you feel like you're out in the country. It's in Orange Park. I don't know if you've ever been to Orange Park it ain't no country in Orange Park. Okay. I mean, it is a suburb of Jacksonville and it's busy, busy, busy. But this place is like you're in the country. There's trees everywhere. It's really quiet. If you like dogs, this is the to be. I mean it's trick let me tell you about this place one way in one way out there's no there's no back path to get in there there's no other alternate route a road to get in there you can't get in there from five street to there's one way in and one way out once you know something about heaven there is one way in and that only way. Neither is your salvation in any other. Any other. There's none other name, even in an honorable moment where Bible wants to be saying, Jesus is that way. Shouldn't that make other people wrong? Absolutely. I mean, it's just really that simple. It's really that black and white. Here it is. This is what God says. You used to say it all the time. You probably said it. I sometimes I still catch myself. I say this God said it. I believe it. That's it. You can just take I believe it right out. Because whether you believe it or not changes nothing about being settled. Said. God said it. That's it. And it settled it long before you came along. And it's going to be settled long after you're out. Should you believe it? Of course. But I want you to know something. What we believe as individuals, what we believe as a church doesn't change this book. It doesn't change it. You can, put this, you can put your Bible down in the pew and you never come back. You never touch it again. It changes nothing. Would you know that. We've got to understand. I'm sure we believe it yet yeah, because a lot of our lives change by what we believe and what we don't believe. But I want to show something. Christ has already settled salvation. Then the last thing we see the condition, the candidate of Christ, we see the creature. We see the creature. Second Corinthians 5, verse 17, right? Therefore, if the man being Christ, he's a new, uh, it's a new creature. All things are passed away, but on, all things become. Remember when you were saved? How, how, how many, of you, okay, we're, we're gonna do a little test. It's been, it's been, um, it's been less than five years. years Anybody? Go back to your. All right, so less than 10 years. Say. Right, you've been saved more than 20. Shoot. Look, look around. You, you know what? Because most have been saved for a very long time. Right? I mean, we've been saved a, a long time. We've been saved. And, but sometimes, we're so far away. I hope I never get over it. And I hope I never forget it. Now, I always say this. I do not know the day. And if you know me, it's, it's amazing that I remember my name. I mean, I just I forget it. Okay, so I always say it was June 15th, which it's the middle of the month. I know it was in the summer, and uh, it was it was in it was in 1994. The reason I know that is because I was sent for one year while I was still in the military. I got out of the military in 1995. So I may not know the, ex- the exact date, I didn't look down and look at the time, I know it was in the evening. But I promise you, I knew where I was. I was on the US Miss Jack Williams. I was down in my bones, and I was down by my bum. All by myself. When I accepted Jesus Christ. In my I remember when I got up. After praying and prayer. By the way, it wasn't no theological prayer either. I mean, I fumbled. I mean, I tripped. I didn't know exactly what to say, but I promise you, God heard me. And I got saved. Well, I got up and I thought to myself, "Why?" is my first thought. Why, Lord? I mean, literally. Do you remember? Do you remember the day I? Re- I literally remember Maybe it was because I didn't get saved as a child, but I literally remember like I had a cat. on, and it just the cat was left. Like, now through the years don't we do this? Through the years we throw a few packs on as we're going along the way. But I want you to know something God has released you from set you free. I remember the first person I ran into, bless his heart. I filled his fear. Now probably 97.9% of the things that I was saying probably weren't even right. But man, I was so excited. That I got saved. God and Alpha Church, we lose our excitement about Lose our joy. You see, don't ever lose the joy of salvation. Not is to you. No matter what happens in this world, as soon as I read that about oh, Brother Will in this manual, I thought to myself, my first my first thought wasn't, oh, that's so awesome. My first, you know what my first thought was? We are pitiful. We are, are pitiful, folks. I mean, they were jumping. He was so excited because they got doors remember at Christmas time, we do those joy bags, they get so excited about getting toothpaste. And we complain because we don't want to use that toothpaste, we don't function, don't we? I mean, we build we build our bathrooms. These bathrooms, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of. Them. I'm glad we did enough. and uh, I think we should do our best, for our best for the Lord. But let me tell you something: our bathrooms far surpass their church in cost and in looks. They got plastered. They got the plaster their church. We wouldn't even, we can't even set them building a building without doing these basic necessities. We got so much. And yet, with so much, we forget how good God has been to us. We forget that there are hardships. We shelter our children. We spoil our children. And then when hardship comes, they go, What in the world is happening? We do it in our lives too. God wants to set you free. And if you're not free this morning, you can be free. That's us our just for prayer. This morning our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. I'll tell you, church, we need to be set free. You can find freedom in a world of bondage. That freedom begins with Jesus Christ. It begins with being set free in salvation. Maybe you're here this morning and you've never been set free. Maybe you're watching this morning by live stream. And you've never been set free in Christ. Jesus Christ died for your sin. He was buried. And he rose again the third day. So that you could have life. And that you could have See, preacher, so please pray for me. I'm not sure I'm saying. I'm not sure if I'd die right now. I'd go to heaven and do that. I'm not concerned about that. Here's my hand. Pray for me. Slip your hand up this morning right now. Maybe you're here by listening or watching my live stream. Can I, can I implore you this morning, beseech you this morning? Stop putting it off. Stop waiting. Place your faith and trust in Christ. He is the only one. And I know this much. I know it through the scriptures and I know it through experience. If you'll place your faith and trust in him, he'll do exactly what he said he'll do. Let's say it. What He set free this? this morning. So stand together, head by eyes closed, piano playing this morning an invitation. Are you free?
1: If you're saved,
0: you know Christ is your savior. Are you a new creature? You are. Have all those old things passed away, are you still in bondage to those old things? He's set free Christ. Don't wait, don't hesitate. Sport.